Take it away, Mr. Williams. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of TBD. We thought we had landed on a title. Uh, this isn't another episode. It's it's officially the first oh, it episode. It is officially the first episode. Sorry. Among technical difficulties. First official episode, at least. Yeah. Yeah, this is... This will be the pilot. Um, still working on a name. We uh, thought we had one, but was unfortunately claimed by some posers. So... Oh, definitely such a good um, beep beep bleep 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 and we'll edit that out later <clears throat> yeah but um no episode one got uh, a few things here we want to talk about but yeah first being we need a title so if you're listening um or watching and have a clever title um that has to do with Sports or a futon? Futon, couch. Guys. Mm, we're, get, we're getting too close to porn here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Futon, um, couch, let us know if y'all like guys. an episode about that. Yeah, we can just talk about porn for 45 minutes probably. Yeah. Um, first topic today. What is it? We have no notes. We just have <laughs> zero preparation. Very went in today. Very rough outline. NFL draft. Um, let's go hold ahead. on, hold on, hold on. I'm not ready to segue into sports yet. Okay. What you got? I had a. How do you? I feel like we're on opposite ends of the spectrum here, as far as like watching podcasts. I, I like. I prefer to watch people talk. I don't know why. If it makes me feel like more as I'm part of the conversation Um, because like I feel like all of the podcasts that I enjoy the most are when I'm watching them talk Um, I don't like watching them talk I watch videos the videos I watch are cooking videos space videos mainly cooking Um, and then I'll watch like clips of stuff like highlights but if it's a podcast, I want to listen to that on the drive to work or if I'm walking to class, I will use a podcast to take the place of like music and I don't watch a video for music. Like if I'm watching a podcast, I want to just listen to it on a drive. I don't, there's no point in watching, you're not gaining anything. I mean, I, I will watch it while I'm driving. <laughs> um, Jordan is I, known. <laughs> no. Um, I did think of a new trifecta today. Texting and driving in the rain. What do we think? Ooh, I think we're getting into like quadfecta territory that here. Quadfecta, yeah. While it's raining. Yeah, we won't get into the original trifecta, but Jordan is a professional. I'm a former professional driver, um, so I feel like my skills are a little among a, a little a little bit um, beyond most. Hmm. Um, so you know, like when they'll say like professional on a closed course that's like any of my any of my driving tips and tricks are Jordan does have a wide range of talents on the road um, many of which include texting it's, it's not it's not just texting um, sometimes I'll pop a show on like it's kind, it's kind of like having a Tesla you know like you know how like the Tesla will just like drive itself and you can like pop on like a movie or something just same, the golf same concept the golf drive by itself 
Oh, let's get into... Carl. Carl has some... He helps me out, you know. Speaking of Carl. Carl's in a rough spot right now. Jordan put Carl in a rough spot. Let's see. It was 11. Would you like to tell them the story? Yeah, let's get into it. Um, So for those of you that don't know, um, my 2013 Volkswagen GTI, um, his name is Carl. uh, Because he's a car. Get it? Um, and I, my parking garage is like a block and a half away from my actual apartment because, you know, parking in West campus costs $400 a month. So it's a little bit cheaper to park like a block and a half away. We're filming. Interruption. Thanks for knocking. Who is it? We didn't get any. Shit. We got a guest on the pod. Yeah, the camera might be messed up, so he might have some. Audio will be good. Take a seat, sir. Uh, for just as a as a as a preface, Sam is is Jewish, so any Jewish jokes he may make are um, are okay. Are yeah, they're they're forgiven. He has the pass. Which segment are we? Are we are we're, on, we're on the we're on the intro. We're on the intro. Yeah. Talking about Jordan leaving his car. Well, this episode uh, was brought to you by Manischewitz, Matzo Ball Soup Mix. Um, and just two easy steps, you could have yourself your own bowl of chicken broth with, with dough in it. Um, yeah, very good. Yeah. Uh, pork buns? Are those pork buns? Oh, these are matzo balls. Oh, you're making matzo balls. Uh, that's why I was, I was asking if y'all were do you hungry. Have to, do, you, do you have to make chef them? This up. I'm about to chef this up right now. I would love a matzo ball. So is it is this soup or is it the Have the matzo? No, of course not. Texas ass. Um, <laughs> Tell us a little bit about matzo ball soup. Uh, wait, what's the language code in this podcast? Is this PG podcast? Pain, pain can edit it out. Oh, pain. I mean, we have a bleep. We have a bleep button, but um, I'll, I, I I'll use it with really, discretion. Yeah, I think. I mean, you know. Okay. This is kind of in a professional sense for pain, at least. So. Well. Well, this right here, for all you Texans out there, uh, is is chicken broth with balls of dough in it, um, which is a really unappetizing way of describing what this actually is. Um, it's good. Is it a Jewish delicacy? I wouldn't consider it a delicacy as so much as a staple. Would you consider a hamburger an American delicacy? With a name like Manischewitz. Manischewitz. It's a delicacy for sure. me. <laughs> Manischewitz. That's a... Manischewitz. Yeah. Anyway, that, uh-huh. that's, the German coming that, at you. All right. Won't well, go down that rabbit hole. Well, let's start with the draft. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got any? You got any hot takes let's, on the NFL draft? Who's going no, first overall this I year? I don't. I don't have a single hot take. No. It's all right. It's a grab bag anyway. If who's going first overall? Yeah. Well, okay. Desmond Ritter. But yeah. No. All right. Not Desmond Ritter. Thanks Thank you, Sam. Thanks yeah. for joining, Sam. Yeah, does, does anybody actually want somebody? I, will, I will take one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. I just want one. I'll, not I'll, a lot. I'll try it out. Thank you. Let me take this moment to thank our sponsor for today's video, Manschewitz Matzo Ball Soup Mix. We're getting a whole lot of crotch back here, Pen. A whole lot of crotch. That's, okay. that's what they all like. Um, but anyways, thank you, Manschewitz. Jesus Christ. Only you support our friends, support our Hebrew friends like you do. So thank you, Manschewitz. No, it's Man. What is it? It's Manischewitz. Manischewitz. Sorry. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
This is sparkling water for all of our viewers. All our uncultured viewers who like sparkling water. I don't get it, but... I don't really either. It's the only thing in else fridge. I don't drink it. I drink cranberry juice. Anyways. Cranberry? Ew. Like my mother. Very good. Sorry. I wasn't supposed to be a diss. I love you, Mom. But... Bloody page. Um, Things NFL, you eat NFL and drink draft. are gross. Yes. All right. <laughs> NFL draft. So as we were talking about first overall picks, it won't be Desmond Ritter. Um, Could be. It'll be Kyle Hamilton for sure. God, Ky- why would he go first? It'll be so Kyle well. Hamilton or Equanu. Is that how you pronounce it? Um, was it the Kyle NC Hamilton. State tackle? Very good. I've seen mocks with like Kyle Hamilton falling to like 12. No. No, if I he think falls beyond one, it'll be to the Cowboys at 20, 20, 23? 24. 24. Um, no, it'll be Kyle Hamilton. It will not be Kyle Hamilton. Do you want to make a bet right here on the podcast? You think that... I think Kyle Hamilton goes outside the top five. I do disagree. I, th- I think he shouldn't. I think he's probably like disregarding positional value even though I think safeties are more valuable than the general consensus I think that the way teams are like drafting in today's day and age that they're not going to take a safety that high it's all edge rushers it's all it's definitely not going to be Desmond Ritter for a (laughs) team that just took yeah no it's not going to be Desmond I, I do like Desmond Ritter but bad player all bad. Not all bad. bad. We'll talk about bad, bad draft. Bad quarterbacks. I can't believe people are thinking of taking Malik Willis in the top five. I, I think I, I put all these quarterbacks on the same level, and I saw someone the other day, it was something on Twitter that said Malik Willis at his peak potential that he may hit in the NFL is 80% of Kirk Cousins. And I very much agreed with that. And I would put every quarterback in this draft class, at least the first rounders, at that same level, which is a shame because the hit level on all other quarterbacks outside the first round is very low. Safe I for think Pat there's Pat some Scott. guys with some talent. There's definitely guys more talented than Kirk Cousins in this draft. Mm, none worth taking a first round pick for. But they still will. You know. I don't know. I, I think... I think Jordan Davis makes it in the top 10. Um, I think he's only going to get you, I don't even know, maybe 30 snaps a game but Jordan, at most. Jordan but, Davis can go into the NFL today and have an impact, though. Yes. Versus a lot of these guys that are being talked about. Same with Kyle Hamilton. Um, I think same with both Thibodeau and Hutchinson. Thibodeau's better, but Hutchinson... I don't know. I don't think either of them should go first. And I think a team like the Jags, who needs to protect their former first overall pick, needs to go yeah, offensive have, they line. They have to take an offensive If they don't take an offensive lineman, they are. As long as it's not um, Trevor Penning. Oh, it won't be him. Trevor Penning shouldn't even go in round one. People are... T- oh, I've seen some... Like, Scouts hate like him. Top, I've seen like top 10 mocks. Scouts hate him. Say he's a jerk. He's a bad leader. He's going to get kicked in the NFL just because he has a horrible head on his shoulders. 
Um, I don't know. He's just a mean person, which obviously you don't want a nice guy at O-line, but like locker room wise, just horrible person. Yeah. I wouldn't want that to lead my franchise and protect my former number one overall pick. Yeah. No. Um, Obviously, I don't think it'll go that high, but that was just... Um, Linderbaum, too, definitely won't go top five, top ten, but if he does fall to the Cowboys, I'd love for him to take him. I think he's a great talent. A little small, but really skilled and definitely a position of need for the Cowboys and several other teams, so we'll see. Is that who you'd like the, to see the Cowboys take as an offensive lineman? Uh, I'd like Linderbaum, or if it's not an offensive line, which I'd only want Linderbaum for, I like Drake London a lot. He brings his size is so good, and the Cowboys at receiver now are it's kind of a well, position getting, of need. We're getting Debo though. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, probably Debo, not. Debo will help. Fingers crossed. But um, I like Drake London a lot. I think on tape he looks good, but he's also huge. He's like. I saw comparisons to Mike Evans. I think he's more of like A.J. Brown, but he just, his radius is insane. He's fast. He's good off press. Um, he's definitely not as good of a route runner as A.J. Brown is. No, no. But, but I think as far as like physical assets, physicality, and I see more A.J. Brown than I do Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans is just a monster. Yeah. Um, but I think he's not as quick as someone like Drake London. Um, yeah, for but, sure. Say a middle ground between Mike Evans and AJ Brown, and that's very high praise. But like, just like looking at where those two even were, like looking at AJ Brown and Mike Evans, like coming out of college, like that's who we're not comparing Drake London to current day AJ Brown and Mike Evans and saying he's as good as the two. No, he's Randy but. Moss, good. <laughs> what he is? Um, no, but I like him more than Chris Olave. Um, I like him more than Garrett Wilson. I do like Sky Moore a lot. I think if Cowboys don't go round one receiver or even two, Sky Moore could fall to them in like a day two, late day two pick. Um, but it's it's a weird draft for sure. It's hard to pinpoint stuff. And I haven't done any mock drafts, but I've kind of been looking at other people's mock drafts, and there is no like clear cut top five order or even top one. It's still up for grabs um, but we'll see draft this Thursday um, who'd you like to see Cowboys go for definitely offensive line I feel like is our biggest need um, but again like I feel I feel like pinning will probably be there in that range I really I really hope that we don't like him. No. No, I, I, I agree. Um, I, I don't know if he was one of the Cowboys 30 visits. I assume he was. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think Drake London will be there at 24. No, but if Jordan Davis does fall, if then Jordan I Davis, want him over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though our, our D-line is fine. Well. Interior D-line could yeah. definitely use it. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, O-line definitely the glaring need. O-line and then I guess we got to take a look at safety, interior D-line, and then even corner, corner and receiver, but pretty much everything. Everything except quarterback and well running back, I think. I don't know. I don't know. 
wouldn't. I think our quarterback situation is a little... Uh, boo. A little, uh, I'll insert a boo track. A little sketch. I'd like to, I'd like to see us take, take old Ritter and uh, kind of coach him Ooh, up. I will be transferring to Los Angeles and being a Chargers fan... If the Cowboys draft a quarterback <laughs> at all, it could be undrafted. Yeah, I don't care if it's undrafted. Cowboys better not add a single quarterback in any form, draft or later. I agree. I think Cooper Rush is the guy of the future. Um, I, I see a lot in him. So I think we're on the same page there. Yeah. Yeah. Cooper Rush. It's our year. Um, you want to talk about Texas Texas spring game a little bit? Oh gosh! Quick, quick shout out this man right here, Joseph Payne Williams. We'll plug. Wrote a sensational article analyzing our our new, uh, I think as you put it, mullet mullet rocking gunslinger. That's it, Quinn Ewers. Um, wrote a great article about the spring game Thank and you, him. Him coming into town, um, looking to change things up a little bit. Um, it's on Substack under Payne Williams. Go give it a read. Yeah, Link it in description. For sure. It's free. Um, but yeah, no, spring game, it was really nice. There were a lot of people there. I don't know the exact numbers. I haven't found the exact numbers, but it looked like at least 30,000 people, maybe more. Um, but stadium was very full especially on the west side of the stadium um that main home side it was just packed um but no looked good it was definitely a different format from usual spring games um typically you have two entire teams and that will just play it like almost like a game um with some special teams additives in there like taking multiple kickoffs multiple punts just to get those reps um but this was there was one team and that was just offense and the other team was just defense and that's because we don't have any alignment here at the university of texas um you'd think the school with the highest athletic revenue out of any school would have offensive linemen and we don't i think we have nine scholarship offensive linemen and one of them was hurt um which is why we couldn't have done two teams we would have had to have walk-ons out there getting killed but i really don't hate it though that format no it was Um, I, i liked it i don't know the i feel like you kind of get more of a sense as to what the team will actually look like Versus like have and I know it's still super early. Obviously, it's the point of spring games. Um, you can't. You got to take everything with a grain of salt. But um, I don't know. Seeing what our def like our actual defense will look like, as well as what our actual actual offense will look like, um, versus like seeing kind of a mix of the two, like first second team, and then a ton of things get switched around. And I mean, obviously they switch up playing time and stuff. So I really I really didn't hate the format of it. No, I agree, and it helped pacing a lot too. Having the same guys, obviously not the same guys, they were alternating between ones and twos, but same group of guys coming on and off the field from the same side. It helped the pacing a lot. Um, went by really quick. A lot of guys got a lot of reps in. Um, 
And of course, like when you do have all your offense on one team, you can mix and match players. You can have Quinn Ewers throwing to Xavier Worthy, Hudson Card handing off to Roshan Johnson. Bijan didn't play, but um, Keelan Robson even looked really good. Um, it's just, I think it's a lot better to kind of get true looks of what you're going to get during a season. Um, but yeah, Quinn Ewers looked good. He didn't explode any expectations that I had. He was, of course, switching reps for like the first two thirds of the spring game with Hudson Card, who, if y'all don't know, had a disappointing season last year, to say the least. Him really? And, yeah. Him and Casey Thompson both struggled. I thought, the, I thought the dual quarterback thing worked really well. It did work well. It did work well. I think we led the country in we're backs and yeah. finished last in, I think, AP voting in terms of schools saying we're back. But Casey Thompson, of course, transferred to Nebraska. Now we're left with Hudson Card, who will be a sophomore next year. Um, and then Ewers will... I guess be a red shirt freshman. Um, but it's definitely a QB battle. I'd say I definitely think Ewers will start. I think the amount of work we put into recruiting him won't go to waste and he will be at the forefront day one. Um, which I wouldn't say is a shame for Hudson card. Cause he is a local guy. I went to Lake Travis, um, big Texas guy, but I mean, he just isn't good at football. It didn't look bad in the spring game, but he's not good. It'll be yours for sure. He looked super comfortable in the pocket. Um, was dropping dimes, threw a 70-yard bomb to Isaiah Nair, who's a Wyoming transfer, but it was a, it was a good game. He had a couple miscues and interception, and then um, a couple incompletions. Wasn't getting help from receivers or offensive line either, but it was good. He looked really good, um, and I definitely think he will be starting next year. We'll see what plays out in the, the summer. It was definitely up for grabs this time last summer between Casey Thompson. and It was up for grabs throughout the season. Yeah, everything was up for grabs. <laughs> Ball was up for grabs in midair every game. Maybe maybe we can um, we can get our revenge on old Kansas this year, though. Mm, that might have been the most brutal loss I've we left at the first quarter, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we left first quarter. I think that I think that was the most brutal loss since uh, Michael Crabtree um, stone cold in us in 08, 09. I don't remember, but Jordan and I cried. We were eight years old, crying on the floor. Michael Crabtree just Crabtree. cooking us. Um, Richard Sherman avenged us, though. He did. He did. I haven't seen him since. But Quinn Ewers, cute or not? Not cute. But I will refer to him as cute due to his talent. Not cute. <laughs> mullet's not good. No one can rock a mullet. If you rock a mullet, take it off. <laughs> mullet is not a good haircut. If you wear a mullet, I'm going to assume you're joking. Um, I can't take you seriously. Um, I... <laughs> I don't think that's a real thing that people get unironically a mullet. It has to be a joke. It is. It's a real thing. It has to be a dare for you to get it. I don't understand how people get it in like, oh, this looks good. This is a good haircut. <laughs> Everyone's going to love it. This is good. It's not good. Don't 
Don't get a mullet. Can't even say it. You don't even think it's like a little bit cool when like someone has a mullet? Nope. Like someone, not someone like weird as like someone who's a cool dude, like macho man. Like, I don't know if if Tom Hardy, no, bad example. John Bernthal has a mullet. I, I think it, I, I think it'd be cool if John Bernthal had a mullet. I think if anyone was to wear a mullet and me to call him cool, it would probably be Quinn Ewers. And even then, I don't think it's cool for Quinn Ewers to have a mullet. Obviously, all power to him. You're taking us to the promised land. So, you know, keep whatever haircut you want. But I do not support mullets. I'm a mullet hater. Um, but who knows? Maybe I'll get one. Maybe you'll get one. If Ewers does... If Ewers Tex- wins the national championship... Texas, okay, how about this? Texas makes the college football playoff this year. If we go to the national championship, no. I'll get a mullet. We make the college football playoff. I will get like a half mullet if it's at all possible. If we, if we make the national championship, when you're his first year, you'll rock a mullet. Yep. For... I'll, I'll get it after the first... For like, six months. Six months? Yeah. It's a long time to rock a mullet. Um, that's the whole summer. Through the summer. I'll do it for a month. A Until the summer. Until the summer. From the national championship game to the summer. From before the national championship game to the summer. Next summer. I will rock a mullet if Quinn Ewers takes the Texas Longhorns to the national championship. Mark it here. Chances are low, but it is a... Correct. No, high. Very high. We're doing it. It's our year. We're back. Texas is back. Confirmed. Um, but anyways, game five tonight. Mavs Utah. Mavs Utah game five. We're back in. We're back in the D tonight. Um, this episode will probably be airing after the game. Yeah, it'll be airing after the game. You already said you're not going to Spanish. You don't think you can get this edited? And- oh, we'll see. I'll, I'll lock it down and see what I can do. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to have the time to watch it before the Mavs game. That's why at 8.30. But um, who knows? We'll figure it out. Anyways, Mavs. Quick sponsor, Yeti. Shameless plug. Sponsor us, Yeti. Yeti. Local. Yeti. Local Austin-based. I'm giving you some free advertisement right now. Austin-based? Yeah. It's an Austin true? company. Is that true? Yeah. Started in Austin, Yeti. Should look at that. Yep. Who'd have known? Um, oh, game five tonight. What do we think? Luca back home? Yeah. Um, I said this in the episode that, that never got posted. It'll um, be the lost, unreleased episode that yeah. everyone looks to find in the future. Yeah. I mean, we have we have my recording, so I mean, technically, well, I don't. Know, did you keep it? No, deleted. Okay, never mind. Um, but I did say this: no one can fact check me on this, which is kind of kind of cool. Uh, but I am a I'm a truthful guy. Um, I said I thought it was going to take some time for Luca to get his legs back under him if he did play in that game four. Um, and I was correct. The first half was rough. I think we were down 13 at the end of the first half. Um, and then second half, we looked great. We came back. We dominated that second half throughout the majority of the game. I think we were up like four with 50 seconds left. 
I saw a wild stat. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like in the NBA postseason last like 30 years, teams who are down four in the final 50 seconds were like four and 571. Mm. And now they are five and 571 after the Mavs. And Dwight Mother fucking Powell. Oh my god. I don't know. Let's get let's get Ryan Deppershman on here, biggest Dwight Powell supporter and my roommate and our best friend. I have you can you can ask around. I have disliked Dwight Powell for a very long time. Back to when like Dirk was still playing. Um, Luca's like rookie year. Dwight Powell's been a ma- I think he's the longest tenured Mav. Um, I guess I think you're right. He was there before Luca. When did when did we get Finney? Same year as Dwight Powell. I, th- I think Dwight Powell was there a year before Dorian as well. Mm. And Kleba. Well. Yeah, I think Dwight Powell is the... I could be wrong on that. I think he's the longest tenured Mav. So I've disliked him since he was a Maverick. So longer than any other Maverick. Um, I just don't think he's good at basketball. I do not think he has any... He's a hustle guy. He's, I guess, a good locker room guy. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't see a lot from him. Um, but at least on the court, he he tries hard. <laughs> he, I mean, he missed two that's, free that's throws, two say, clutch yeah. free throws. He just doesn't need to be on the floor in the final couple minutes of the game. I get we are in some foul trouble, but I don't know. Free throws are so important, and Jason Kidd of all people should know. Excuse me. How important free throws are, especially in the ceiling moments of a playoff game. And obviously getting the rebound and having the ball in the first place, like good job to White Powell. But then to get fouled and miss both of your free throws, it's just unacceptable. And it's not the only reason we lost that game. But if you could look at and point out one thing in that last stretch of the game as to why we lost... Um, if you would have made those free throws, we wouldn't have lost that game. Um, Correct. And, and regardless of how the first half went, we were in position to win that game at the end of it. Dwight Powell had the chance to seal it, barring any crazy three by probably Donovan Mitchell. who We would have doubled or trapped or something. I don't know. But we would have gone up three with 10 seconds left. And instead, Gobert goes down, yams it. They go up one. We can't get last shot. And those those two free throws are a difference between going back to Dallas with a three one lead versus going back to Dallas with the series tied at two, um, and that's that's huge in a seven game series. Um, and I mean I don't know I I really didn't expect us to win the first game with Luca back. Um, I really didn't, just because the team plays completely differently. When Luca is out versus versus when he's in the game, everybody on the court plays to Luca's pace, including the Mavs. Um, so when he's when he's out, those first three games, um, we're playing you know 
a little faster pace than we do with Luca. Um, Brunson was getting a lot more touches, which was obviously a good thing throughout those first three games. And then, um, I mean, obviously this isn't any sort of Luca slander or Luca hate. Uh, Luca's my MVP. Um, my favorite basketball player, one of my favorite basketball players to watch ever. I love him. But just the fact of the matter is that he plays the game at a different pace and it takes even his own teammates some time to adjust to after he's missed the first three games of the playoffs. Um, and that was evident. I think he got his legs under in the second half. The team started to click again. It showed. And then down the stretch, um, we couldn't close. And it sucks. It hasn't been as much of a as much of a recurring story this year, the Mavs not being able to close games as it has been in previous years. Which is nice. I think nice. we've been much better at it. Um, they, did, they did seem like a little bit... Like the old Mavs at the end of that game three, though. Um, and it was it was hard to watch. Um, but I, think, I don't know. I feel good about tonight, though. I, I do, too. And Luca back at home, Mavs fans, of course. I think he's the most loved player by his fan base than any other player in the league by their respective fan base. More than LeBron in L.A. or I can't even think of someone else Giannis maybe, in Milwaukee uh, maybe like Giannis and Jason Tatum um, but he thrives in a home environment as well as an away environment thrives in the playoffs um, I think having that first game under his legs having everyone on closer to the same page because in the first half of, of game four it, it was rough Brunson was off shooting Luca was I think trying to do too much trying to remind everyone who he is which you know all power to him but it didn't look good first half. Obviously, second half woke up, and I think we'll continue that through game five. Um, but we'll see. I think, you know, I'm excited. I th- I'm confident that we take a 3-2 lead tonight. I think the fans will be super excited to see Luka again. I think the energy in there will be awesome. Um, I'm this Even though the series is tied, um, I, I'm still not really scared of the Jazz. Um, for whatever reason, they just don't scare me. Um, they have two all-stars. Eh, cool. Um, Donovan Mitchell, super talented scorer. Still doesn't really... Just doesn't really, like, put much fear in me when I'm looking up against the the current Mavs. Um, healthy Luka. Team's playing great. We looked really good in that second half. Um, I think we should... We should definitely win this game five um, and then hopefully close it out in six. But um, then I guess in the rest of the playoffs, I, I was seeing today Joel Embiid tore a ligament in his thumb. I wasn't listening to the TV. I don't know if they said he'd be back, if that's something that's going to keep him from playing. He's not out. He's finishing the season but he does have like postseason surgery, like already scheduled. That does not seem ideal. Yeah, to already have that scheduled and be in a two-month playoff slate ahead of you, potential two-month. Yeah, playoff slate um, definitely doesn't bode well for the Sixers, um, especially after they dropped Game Four to the the Raptors. Um, that was brutal. Yeah, I I kind of want to talk about Ben Simmons a little bit. Um, Ben Simmons didn't play in game four after he was 
kind of like it had kind of been known that he was healthy and that he was able to play doctors had cleared him um and there's rumors that he could have played in game three and then game four rolled around um and he still decided to sit out i mean i think he's just kind of confirming all the speculations that people have about him is that he just doesn't doesn't really care about his his team or really playing the game of basketball like you look at like a a young guy like scotty barnes who played all of last game that game four like they were down 3-0 the raptors were to the sixers who have two of the best players in the nba on their team Um, and he had a hurt leg and he was still out there giving it all he could Um, And, I mean, you look at a guy like that and you're like, yeah, that guy loves to play basketball. He wants to be out there. And the Raptors won that game. And then you look at a guy like Ben Simmons. His team's down. He hasn't played. um, And he's been cleared to play. And he still won't. It's just a bad look. And, you know, I'm usually a guy who wants to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially these, um, these athletes who are under a lot of scrutiny a lot of the time um but i don't know it's just not a good look and he hasn't had the best narrative um from fans and from the media and from press in the past year or two and i don't think he's helping himself much no he's been conning which good for him conning since he's been drafted basically i don't i want to know like obviously he's getting like ton of heat from like athletes especially professional athletes which I think is hilarious by the way um even in not like in the NFL I saw a few athletes like throwing shade which is funny to me not in the NBA um no but how, how much how much of a decision is it for him like how much of the decision to sit out is his is he telling the coaches I don't feel well enough to play or I mean, the coaches seeing something at the end of the day, you can't force someone to play. I mean, once he's cleared by the medical staff, then it's down to him and the coaches. And from everything that I've heard, it's his decision. Um, Shocking to me. And they're done, what, 3-1? They're done 3-0 now. 3-0. Bro. Probably oh, going to lose anyway. Just play a I game. Guess, no, no. Yeah, they're down 3-1. Well, yeah, they probably played four, right? Got this. game four so yeah he said I, I think I was talking I think I was saying game four instead of game three but he's announced that he won't play for game four but yeah they're down 3-0 he said that he won't play game four um, even though he's been cleared after missing the entire playoffs so far when was the last time he played has he played for Brooklyn nope oh my gosh yeah he really conned his way huh I mean, I don't get it. You have, obviously, not playing to their potential, KD and Kyrie on your team. Blake Griffin, who had a pretty good game three. And then all you need to do is play your role and step on the court. It's not... it, It doesn't seem to me... Like, the pressure shouldn't be all on him anyway, so I don't know why he's deciding not to, but that just tells me he's super unconfident, doesn't want to play, doesn't care as much about the team as he should um and it's difficult to see like I can't imagine being 
a fan of a team and having a player willfully sitting out in a, you know, win or go home game in the playoffs. Doesn't make much sense to me, especially a former number one overall pick. Pretty shocking. There's no fighting that dog. No fight, no shot. No, was it ankle that he hurt? You know, who knows? Bad player. <laughs> when in doubt, bad player. Yeah. Final conclusion, bad player. Um, and I guess, what else? What other games? Um, uh, Nuggets finally got a win. Mm. And then Jokic post-game, he was like, I don't know. I think he's pretty much done, which... I don't know. That's another reason why Luke is my MVP. But I don't know. Just like hearing his post game thoughts, and he's like, I just felt like we at least needed to get one. He's like, I didn't feel like we deserved to be swept. Um, Lazy answer. It's just, yeah, I don't know. Also, I don't know. I don't really think he cares that much about winning either, personally. Um, I have a problem with the NBA playoff format in general. It's way too long. It's over two months hitting close to and now it's about two months yeah um but that is a ridiculously long playoff you know playoff time and you have some teams like let's say a, a play-in team makes it they're gonna hit the chance of 20 30 games before the finals no not before so 30 inclu- say every game went to 7 like, yeah. and you play the play in like you could play up to 30 games yeah, that's ridiculous and that just almost half the NBA season which you can look at it as yeah you have players like not Ben Simmons but like Luca and um, gosh who else was hurt who's coming back um, in the playoffs Zion may come back um, but you have players like that, like stars, who fans want to see. You have time for them to come back. But I don't think it's worth the extra two-month grind. And then you have these off-season teams who have time to rest, um, which obviously it's not a super equalizing factor. But I don't know. You'd think you'd want everyone to be on a similar playing field as far as rest time goes. Yeah, and I mean... I don't know. I think when I look at it, like something needs to be like changed clearly. But I mean, I'm I'm not one to want less playoff basketball. Like I love playoff basketball. Um, I think some of the series could be, you know, shorter. Like most of these first round series, there's not a ton of upsets in the NBA, like there are in like wild cards, like NFL wild cards and stuff like that. Like um, most, I mean, with a seven game series, like most of the time, even if it was like a five game series, most of the time the better team is gonna win. Um, but I think rather than shorten the playoffs, I would shorten the regular season. I don't think the regular season needs to be 82 games. Um, I mean, there are some cases where, like this season, like um, the Warriors, the Mavs, the Jazz, and the Nuggets were all four very close at the end of 82 games. Um, but even then, like, I don't, I don't think that NBA season needs to be 82 games long. Just as far as, like, injuries, as far as load management. Um, I mean, the regular season's... 
It's huge. I mean, it means everything for, for seeding in the playoffs, which has a big factor in determining how far your team makes it. Um, and I think we want to see these people play full seasons. Um, and I think playing 82 games and 20 to 30 playoff games, like you're looking at over 100 games a season, and then you have a few months for off season and back to another 100 games. I mean, yeah, it's their job. They get paid millions and millions of dollars to do it. But at the same time, like, we want to see them play to the best of their abilities. And the current the current way the, the NBA season is set up is not allowing most players to do that. I mean, there's the rare occurrences like, like Jokic, who is just a tank and doesn't miss games. Um... Not and then Luca doesn't miss a lot. I mean, I mean, he's missed some. He missed some earlier this season, but for the most part, he's playing like you know over forty minutes a night for the majority of the season. And then the playoffs comes around; these guys are drained, um, and it's harder to come back from injuries. Say you do get injured, um, like Luca did, and he sat out three games um, with a calf strain, which a lot of people. I mean, calf strains suck. Yeah, right. I've I've I've, saw, I've seen Luca catch some heat for for sitting out with a strained calf. Like, and it's tough because people hear that and it sounds like oh he strained his calf like you, I don't know, strained something else and it doesn't seem like a big deal. But there are degrees of calf strains, and that isn't that what what Dak did to his leg? Was it a calf strain? Yeah, it was something calf, but that forced him to be out for a few weeks, and he's an NFL athlete. Um, I just don't think a lot of people understand. I don't understand, but I know that obviously a player like Luca would be playing. Ben Simmons wouldn't. A player like Luca would be playing if he was healthy and his calf was not injured. Um, but I don't know. I think long seasons also causes fatigue. Honestly, I'm not able to watch every game. You know, part of that's due to NBA's horrible management of their media deals and not allowing fans to watch their games and only being able to watch regional games on direct TV and maybe something else. I think that's ridiculous. Um, they need to figure that out. They need to shorten the season and I don't know, allow fans to watch their team. That's it really allow Dallas fans to watch Dallas games, especially when they're home games. You're telling me you're not going to let someone in Dallas watch a Mavericks game when they're playing in Dallas, I think that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And I think I'd lose my mind if that was the case for the Cowboys. Luckily, it's not. Yeah, could you imagine? Obviously, the NFL season is a lot different. But, like, if you couldn't watch every Cowboys game... I would lose my mind. On your regional, like, not even sports network, just on, like, live national television. They had blocked out the Mavs. Like, the bubble is huge for that regional network range. Like, they had blocked it off. Or is blacked out all the way south to Round Rock, which is over 200 miles south of Dallas, around 200 miles south of Dallas. Even fans in Round Rock couldn't watch the Mavs. Game three, I think, that was blacked out. And I think that's just the most ridiculous thing. You need to play off basketball. Regular season, like, it still sucks, but, I mean, I get it. These media companies are greedy. Contracts are hard to work out. Everybody wants more money. Um, but playoff basketball, 
everybody needs to be able to see it. Every Mavs fan who wants to watch playoff basketball should be able to watch playoff basketball and not have to worry about these blackouts and stuff. They it's need just, to make every game available nationally. They space them out to where that is possible. Yeah. Either add another network. They need to figure out their regional sports network issue. I think that's ridiculous. Um, and I feel bad for a whole lot of Mavs fans who can't watch the Mavericks during the playoffs, which is what the regular season is all leading up to. But it's pretty disappointing. Hopefully they can get it fixed soon. I don't know how they do that, but... Oh, yeah, we know no solutions. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we have no clue how to fix it. We just know that we don't like it. We're here to rant. Yep, that's it. Um, but no, get rid of Bally Sports. Yep. Keep it, but... Just make everything free. That's right. Who cares? Whatever happened with that. I don't think our parents would be too happy saying that. <laughs> but <laughs> make everything free. Why do we even need to work? Yeah. I don't wanna I don't want a job. Didn't the government pay us for that? Hmm. Anyways, yeah. going down a slippery slope. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna have a talk about this when we go up next. Brendan Smith just tuned out. Yep, he did. Lost a few viewers at the, the forties or so minute mark. Um, but I think that about wraps it up. Oh, question of the day: Who flosses? Who do you floss? I do not floss. I don't floss, and no one I've ever spoke with has said that they floss. But every single do you think does your mom tell you to floss? No, but my dentist does. I'm been to the dentist and my mom they, flosses. She really? Yeah. It's got to be exhausting. Yeah, I could. I could never imagine myself flossing. Now, how many kindergartners could you take out with like a few rolls of floss? Just a few rolls of dental floss. Like, can I only use the dental floss? And and fists, but the, the, what the? the why the, would the, I use the dental floss? To, Choke, choke the kindergartners. I have my hands. Yeah. Then I don't need the dental floss. Clothesline, like a running barricade of them. No. Yeah. Clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> if you've made it this far, let us know if you floss or not. Because um, I don't believe anyone who says they do. Yeah, we need to yeah figure out how many people are actually out here flossing their teeth and what the point of it is I don't have food in my teeth why am I gonna yeah, use that's floss? what my fingernail is for yeah or like like even uh, a toothpick a toothpick there has to be some other use for floss that we're missing it can't just be for food I don't get it dentists I'm sure this is gonna reach a lot of people if you're a dentist out there please let us know why why we have to floss I mean I I get it I guess I don't like it's supposed to make your gums healthier and stuff and get get all the there's stuff we can't reach with like our, our fingers and our toothpicks and I mean there does there is stuff plaque build up. I don't know, I sound <gasps> dentist right now. I'm a I'm a s- undercover sponsor for Colgate. Well floss is communist propaganda. That's my final assessment of the matter. Shouldn't be Shouldn't be discussed. Shouldn't be something expected of us by our dental hygienists. I think it's a scam. I think it's a scam by Big Dental. 
think that's what it boils down to. Any other closing remarks? Floss is dumb. <laughs> it is. Um, if you walk away with one message today, let it be that. Uh, and seriously, if if you were one of the ten viewers, five, five, yeah, ten, ten's ten's big. Um, four is enough. Four is definitely enough. Yeah, if we can get like three or four mm-hmm. viewers, three is a sweet spot. Way more than satisfactory. Mm-hmm. I feel like like six, seven. You're just getting into into way too much there. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, I don't know how anybody would be. Just seems like too much. Yeah, right? six, and seven. If you are above, five at the most, mm-hmm, correct. If you're above the age of thirty, might want an Urban Dictionary. Six is enough. Maybe there's. <laughs> Maybe there's something about that to enlighten you, but I think that about wraps it for today. Um, try to have this out by game time tonight. Then, if we do, you better watch it before the game comes because this is going to be a hassle. But get it to y'all. Would you like to close this out? Podcast names in the comments. Please. All of our current viewers also have both of our immediate contact info, so there's really no point to leave. Well, no, leave a comment. Send us, shoot us a text. Mm-hmm. You know, let, let us know what you think. Any uh, any tips? Anything you'd recommend us to do better? Mm-hmm. You want some stuff um, to suggest us to talk about? Yeah. Leave it in the comments. Send, shoot shoot us a little uh, a little a little PM. Please do. We will um, leave all of our socials down below. Um, again, still working on the name. I don't well, know how we'll do that. Yeah, we, we won't leave the socials below because mm-hmm. we created socials. Then we found out the podcast name that we had so brilliantly come up with was uh, more brilliantly come up with by someone before us. Kudos. Not even a sports podcast. It's not? No. What are they talking about? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Anyways, we'll get back to the drawing board. Um, Post it ASAP. Thank you all for tuning in, watching, listening, hopefully listening and not watching. Um, Hopefully watching. Yeah. We'll um, see you all next week and hopefully maybe a trivia coming this weekend. Mm. Get on trivia. Big stuff happening. Also follow us on TikTok. Once we create a TikTok account. At TBD. <laughs> At, we'll, you know, future episode, we'll, we'll leave, a, leave our socials in the, in the below area. Whatever the fuck it's called. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you all next time. Peace. Oh, that was a long one. How long was that? Ooh.